Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. One Star Rewind. All right, here we are with this latest episode of One Star Rewind. Uh, Dean, thank you so much for jumping back on. This is your second time with me. This is. I I feel honored. (laughs) The first time didn't go so terribly. So you were like, let's come back. I can do this. That's right. That's right. I appreciate it. I appreciate it with uh, you taking the time. Uh, And and, and like we led with here in the open, um, my friend here is professional in this business. So we we don't talk about an actual uh, business or organization that Dean owns, but through his business, he helps companies uh, manage and handle uh, all customer experiences, but he talks with them about how to respond to bad reviews. And so I think that's why this just makes such such a cool experience. And we're going to dive into two businesses today um, and talk about Dean, how you would handle these. I think they're interesting. Absolutely. Okay. So we're just going to, we're going to jump right in. Um, First time we did it with Dean, we didn't mention the names of the businesses, so we're going to do that again. We are not going to uh, mention the names. We, we we haven't really got permission from them to talk about their reviews, but it's everything is on Google. I mean, you you can go look online. None of this is like hidden information that we're sharing. Uh, it's all on Google, but we will not mention the names of the business, but um, we will dive into the review itself. And so this first one is left by somebody named Joe. And they have left two reviews in their lifetime, Dean. Uh, this reviewer, the other review was a two-star review for like a hotel or something. It's okay. So they don't have a long history of reviews, but they do have a profile picture, which maybe tells me this is a, a, an account they use mm-hmm. somewhat. So not like a fake, like, hey, I'm just going to make this Gmail account, leave a bad review, and then move on with my life. I think they right. they use this account. So- Okay, dude, I'm going to, can I take a little sip of my coffee? This is a long review. (laughs) This is is a long review. And uh, like we said before, there is a direct correlation between the length of the review and the craziness of the reviewer. Yes, there always is is a correlation there. The the longer the reviewer, maybe the crazier they are. So, all right, let's just dive in and then we'll peel it apart. I only removed the content because we were threatened with not getting a refund. We told you explicitly that we would be late because we weren't from the area and that it would take some time to get there. We were 19 minutes late, not 20. And had you actually told my partner on the phone about your policy that was posted on the door, we wouldn't have bothered. Also, we didn't know about your policy of being more than 15 minutes late because it was not listed on your website. We aren't from this state and, and and we're there on vacation. Had you bothered to tell us on the phone that if we had to be there before 15 minutes past the hour or we couldn't do the activity, we would never have made the reservation. And to blame us for your employee quitting? Question mark. That's on you, pal, not us. 
Maybe your work environment is so poor that this was the last straw. Therefore, your one-star review stands. Had you bothered to come in yourself rather than try to find someone to come in, I wouldn't have left this review. And you took our money that we actually got back now. I also noticed that Google has you temporarily closed. Isn't that interesting? Question mark. Maybe people are seeing you for what you are. Scam artists. It's, it's also funny that you try to call out both one-star reviews for deleting the content but leaving the review. Perhaps you called the other person as well to withhold their refund? Question mark. Maybe you call up people who do leave one-star reviews and threaten to withhold their refunds if they don't remove their reviews. However, it seems that Google doesn't allow the reviewer to take down the rating anymore because of people asshats like you. Of course, what should I expect from this state's scum question mark yes and lots dean lots to unpack here oh my gosh i'm like tired like yeah so what do you think happened here i I have i have an idea but i want to get your thoughts so i think just based on and i don't know this person personally but just based on the review (laughs) i hope you don't That would be great if I did. That would be, yeah, let's get them on. Let's get, hey, Joe. <laughs> um, so I think they scheduled, I think they showed up late. Yep. Uh, they probably called at some point to say they were going to show up late. And then when they got there, 19 minutes, not 20 minutes, <laughs> when they got there 19 minutes late, yeah. uh, they were told they couldn't do the activity, yeah. which from a business owner standpoint, that makes sense. Like sure. people have to get there when they're supposed to get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it also looks like when they left the one-star review, mm-hmm. the owner called them. Yep. Which there, there's a lot going on in the back end there. Like sure. the owner had to capture their phone number at some point yeah. and dig through records mm-hmm. to match the name with the review and then call them. And it mm-hmm. sounds like they said, if you take your the content of your review down, we'll give you a refund. Yeah, which is very much against Google terms of service. Okay. Uh, also, probably a legal case could be made that that's sort of blackmail. Jeez, yeah, you're right. Dang, <laughs> review blackmail. So, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about that the first episode we did, or something. We about, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so this is like stepping into the middle of a conversation Mm. and the conversation sounds like it went from bad to worse. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's funny as the review goes on, it just kind of devolves into (laughs) name calling, which yes, once again is it's funny to read. Yeah. Um, Obviously the person uh, leaving the review is, frustrated and mm-hmm. upset and they yeah. took 20 minutes at least to type this review they did totally like they, uh, they spit time out of their day for sure yes yeah so the, there's a couple good things and a couple bad things about this review yeah. uh the good things are the person used proper capitalization punctuation and grammar and so i'm going to say the second i read a review and it's all caps and there's grammatical errors and there's no punctuation i've made a judgment call on that person and i'm out like the the bat whatever bad happened may have actually happened but 
just based on the the childishness and the idiocy of the grammar i'm not yeah i'm not taking it it's not a factor anymore yeah for sure um so that's good so obviously this person you know is at least attempting to be coherent Mm -hmm. yeah uh so that's one good thing the the second good thing is they sort of explain in an accusatory way of what happened, which is, you know, we called you, we said we were going to be late. No one told us that we couldn't do it if we were late. Mm-hmm. And so that I could see how that would be frustrating. So, yeah, I, I, I can too. I mean, I, I relate to him. I, th- this is a, I want to start new terms for the review world. And I like to call this the review snowball because it, it we were reading one the other day or in another episode where the review starts very cordial. They're like laying out the reason why they're frustrated. Like this happened and this happened. And then as it kept going, like you're reading the next paragraph of the next paragraph, it just, they get into name calling. They get into th- this other review was like call like making jokes about the owner. And it, it just was like, Oh my word. So it's just starting with like why they were upset, which is a valid reason and then you just start to devolve into this, like, oh my gosh, now we're just name calling and this isn't very productive. And, and so th- that, that is, I, I can understand, you know, 19 minutes late, 20 minutes late, you know, I, I own a business where you do have to stick onto a schedule, you know, mm-hmm. and if, and if somebody is that late, this isn't five minutes, you know, 19 right. or 20 minutes that will affect the next group or paying customer. And if they show up on time, that's not their fault that the first person was. But I do think there's ways of handling this maybe a little bit better of when it occurred. Maybe the person you say, I'm so, you know, uh, you you just cut your losses. You just, okay, we'll refund you. If you didn't understand it, our fault. Or, hey, can you come back in an hour? We got another room or whatever is going on. Um, Don't know about all those kind of details, but it just sounds like this and Dean, probably from your perspective, I don't think this becomes this nasty of a one-star review if they hadn't done the whole like we're going to hold you ransom, basically, right? Yes. Or, right. Or do you think it still like, happens? So, had the owner tried to de-escalate the situation, mm-hmm. maybe just call and apologize and say, "Hey, you know, like you said, we'll, you know, if you ever come back, we'll give you a." you know, certificate for another time or something like that. Had they tried to de-escalate it and do it in a positive way, this review would not have gone nearly as south as as it did. Um, But instead, it sounds like the business owner tried to like extort them basically into uh, taking the review down. Yeah. Which is not good. Like, don't don't do that. As a business owner, don't. Don't try to blackmail or extort your customers. Well, because Dean, and it sounds like, and I'm sorry, I kind of read through that first sentence pretty quick. And so, so there was another review, right? This person, Joe mm-hmm. says, I only remove, removed the content because we were threatened with not getting a refund. So there yes. was another review mm-hmm. somewhere in the world that, that this person left. And then, and that, that may have been more detailed to the actual like issue of frustration and then they they said so then they removed it yes and got so they, the refund yeah, yeah because in the oh, third par- or fourth paragraph yeah. it says 
and you took our money that we actually got back now. Oh, so yeah. yeah. They took wow. they took the review down, they got the refund, and then they wrote a worse review. <laughs> therefore, because it's like, therefore your one star stands. Had you bothered to come in yourself rather than try to find someone to come in. So so they didn't so they okay, okay, okay. They were late. Yes. So therefore they said, don't come. We don't have a staff member to run this or not room. I keep calling it room because I, I own escape rooms, but this, this thing, because it, it, it had you bothered to come in yourself rather than try to find someone to come in, I wouldn't have left this review. So they're, they're probably saying owner says, Hey, I don't have anybody to help you. You can't come in. You're late. And they're right. saying you should have just come in yourself then. Yes. In order, instead of just, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes I just read these because I don't want to like mess it up, and then I'm not like understanding it. That's insane, Dean. That is what. So, so the the fact that so I, I was an employee for 30 years. I was a very good employee. Yeah. Now I'm a business owner, so I can see things from both standpoints. Like, if I. As the business owner, it is ultimately my responsibility to make sure the clients are happy. So from their standpoint, I can see why they would say that. Mm-hmm. Also, as somebody who owns a business that is at sometimes, you know, hundreds of miles away from where business is actually happening, yeah. uh, I literally can't just show up. Like, it's not like I live next door to my business. Yeah. So uh, that he i think the business owner should have tried to make tried to make it work yeah um but if they can't they can't i mean things things do happen sure so uh the the funny thing it says and to blame us for your employee quitting yeah like that means that means there was a ne- there was a very negative interaction that occurred oh. between this person and the employee and and then the owner had to tell this person my employee quit because of what you yes. did or something. Yes. It just kept I wish I could see the original review. That would have been nice. To go, I know. Like, <laughs> okay, Dean. So let's say you're you're their client. This company comes to you and says, please help us. We need we need some help. Uh do you do you tell them to even respond to this? Or does this do you try to just say, hey, it's already so bad there's these back and forth just let it go or what would you least have a reply here from the owner so it's funny because on this there's there's not a reply Mm -hmm. uh once again i have a four-step process or pattern for responding to negative reviews Mm -hmm. keep it short keep it positive keep it professional and take the conversation offline yeah well, it sounds like the business owner already tried to take the conversation <laughs> offline by making a threatening phone call, <laughs> uh, which is not not positive and not professional. Yeah. Uh, but if so, if this client came to us, honestly, I would read this, and just based on this review, the business owner scares me. Sure. And so I don't want to subject my employees at the agency to a scary person mm. being a client. Yeah. So I would probably turn this person down as sure. a client. Okay. Because just based on what I'm reading here. Yeah. And this is not, this isn't the only review like, yeah. like that for this no. place. There are more, there are more of them and you don't get called a scam artist or scum and they do bring up other reviews that yes. they see for this company. And you're right. I think that's, I think that's really cool insight, Dean, is that sometimes you're just like, 
yeah, they may ask you for, you know, they're going to pay you. This is, this would be a client, but based on the track record you're seeing, it's just like not a good fit. And and yeah. they, they may need more help in other areas than they, they do. They, yeah. they need, they need a life coach. Yeah. Or a they need a- <laughs> <laughs> I can re- we can refer them to a life coach. Well, this is, this was insane. This is one of those ones that you just, this was three months ago too. This wasn't that long ago. Um, right. You know, uh, in the middle of summer, really June, if I'm kind of doing the, the calendar, right. So, you know, yeah. summertime, it most likely is busy. People are, you know, traveling and doing stuff. And so I, I mean, just to do a quick refund for two people, uh, cause it said, they said their partner, like it, so it didn't make it sound like it was a group of 10 or right. something. So again, I, I do like to do some assumptions on this show. And if you're an owner and you're thinking, hey, it's just a two person group, like it's just two people. I'm just, whatever. I'm, I'm not, it's not important. You know, that could be what they were thinking. Right. And Joe was not going to let that go, which good, good for Joe, you know, especially yes. if the threatening phone call. I, I probably would have done a review too. Yes. So. Uh, I would say the review is warranted. Maybe the name calling yeah. and, you know, lumping an entire state. Sure. Is, um, probably not a good choice. Yeah. yeah for, probably not a good choice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. that makes the review a little less valid. To me. <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, this was, this was an interesting one. We're going to jump to another one real quick. Um, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back with our second review with Dean. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music. And we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. <laughs> 911, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The Poltergeist. New from Rogue Media. Two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals, P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, 
gonna tell, tell you about. about. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, foes, and heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and, and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story and just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best, and we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> bros and Bros and Heroes gonna tell you about Bros and Bros and Heroes gonna tell you about All right, I'm back here with Dean. We are uh, we're gonna jump in to our second one star review. This one, Dean, uh, not as long as Joe's review, so I don't need to take a drink of my coffee for this one. Um, but good things come in small packages, so th- this is this this hits hard. So, yes. uh, reviewer name is Mike. Uh, Mike does not have a picture on his uh, Gmail account, so who knows? Maybe this is a his eight to eighth account that he uses to leave reviews. Um, he's left three other reviews, both of which were actually good reviews. So, you know, he, who knows? He, he, he could have actually been really frustrated by this, but let's, let's read it here, Dean, and get your thoughts. Mike said three years ago, this place obviously pays for fake reviews. Kirsten is mentioned in nearly every review. Either she is the greatest thing since sliced bread or they're fake. The employee how the employee how helped us was a little overbearing and certainly nothing like described in these reviews. While the activity itself is semi entertaining, there is nothing special about this place at all. Exclamation point. End of review. Right. There's a lot in there. Dean, what's going on in here? I think feel like every sentence is pretty good here. Yes, yes. So w- once again, uh, for the most part, good capitalization punctuation yep. grammar so yeah yep. only one little uh, weird part but outside of that everything's pretty good i think that instead of how i think they meant who oh is that yep you're right um so the first sentence is this place obviously pays for fake reviews yes that's a that that's that, a big accusation big accusation gets your uh, attention and so you know i think as somebody who does this every day and it's funny, my business actually has a few fake reviews, mm-hmm. but they're all positive. So I've yet to find out <laughs> how or why that is that exists. Sure. Um, yeah. But to say that somebody pays for fake reviews, it, it's a big accusation mm. because ultimately it could result in this whole company and their whole Google My Business profile being de-indexed, which means Google takes them out of the index and they basically don't exist on Google anymore. Jeez. So, so you're just not, you can't get your, like, is it like a temporary ban or you're just out? If they de-index you, you're out. Oh my gosh. So they can suspend your listing and there's a number of different layers. Like sure. they can just take away your reviews. Yeah. 
and then you have no reviews, but your listing is still there, or they can suspend your listing, which means they don't show it to people, wow. or they can completely remove you from Google everything. And then it's just like, you don't exist. Oh my Google. gosh. And that would be like, yeah, your business is still open, but if you're not on Google anymore, right. Oh my word. It can be devastating. Wow. Um, so that's a huge, that's a huge accusation. Okay. Um, you could kind of tell, I mean, there's a lot, there's like high hundreds of reviews for this business. So yeah. I'm not going to sort through and try to find out which ones I think are fake or not. I know. I, I was just trying to do that, <laughs> but I'm not, I, yeah, that's too many. I don't want to play around. Yeah. There is a lot of reviews for them, which yes. is in this place is in a, a very big city. I mean, mm -hmm. so it's, it's probably a predominantly high trafficked location. You know, I'm just, I'm assuming here. So yeah. lots of reviews. So it would be hard to pick through. I, I, one quick thing. We, um, we have a, a, a business kind of like this here in Waco and we do incentivize our staff members, you know, Hey, ask for a review at the end or our, our employees. Like yeah. you're, you're with a group, you know, doing this activity, you know, if they have a good time, let them know, you know, Hey, my name is, you know, Alex and you know, love it. If you mentioned me in a review or something like that. And so just for a way that we can track as owners, you know, who's doing well, and who's not doing well. And so Kirsten could just be really good at doing that kind of stuff. And the yes. groups genuinely are having a good time with, with her, 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 yes. you know, Kirsten. But, um, I, and that's what I'm leaning towards Dean versus thinking that someone's getting paid to leave reviews for one individual, but that's just my take. I don't know yes. if you feel the same way, but. I do 100% feel the same way because it is perfectly valid for a business owner to financially incentivize an employee to ask for reviews. Mm. And the only way they know if the review was attributable to that person is to have the reviewer leave the person's name in the review. Gotcha. So that is valid. It is not, however, valid according to Google terms of service to incentivize the reviewer mm. to leave a review. Like that is very much against Google terms of service. Gotcha. So this could be a valid, that, that's probably what's happening. You know, Kirsten has a good future in sales yes. because she's not afraid to ask for the review. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And so the next sentence I think is kind of funny. <laughs> the Either she is the greatest thing since sliced bread or they're fake. <laughs> Which it's, you know, and, and, and maybe she is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I, I, I can't, you know, it says the employee helped the employee how helped us was a little overbearing, not like they're described in reviews. Dean, I don't know about you, but I have a bad day every once in a while where I'm yeah. not my perky, fun little self. And so maybe yeah. maybe Kirsten just had an off night, man. Just That's right. Give, give Kirsten one night to just yes. not be five-star Kirsten. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's interesting that they, let's see, did they show, there's nothing special about this place at all. So do you think they came here, again, we're going to speculate, play the assumption game. Mm -hmm. Do you think they came and, and did this activity they read reviews and were like, Ooh, we hope we get Kirsten. Like they walked into the venue knowing about this Kirsten person, or do you think they read reviews later and were like, man, I want to leave a bad review. And then noticed Kirsten was in reviews and thought, what the heck? They clearly they're good, but we didn't like them. So what that do you think it was great? That's a think? great question. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know if I can tell based on the review. Based on the review, I'm going to guess they read it afterwards. Okay. Uh, because I think they would have mentioned that they were disappointed or their expectations were let down by Kirsten not being a five-star employee that night. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I would imagine that it was afterwards um, because before there, they would have probably expressed some disappointment sure. in here yeah. as opposed to just, you know, having a bad time. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I think you're right. Cause they, they say Kirsten's mentioned in nearly every review. It, it would have probably said we were excited to come here and have Kirsten be our person for the night. It, yes. You know, they may have said that they didn't say that. Um, you know, they give a little bit of a positive little punch there at the end while the activity itself is semi-entertaining. So they they said something a little nice, semi-entertaining. Yeah. It's nothing, there's nothing special about this place <laughs> at all. And so that that is always the risk, I think, in some businesses that they run when you <clears throat> kind of put your, your best foot forward and you kind of tout yourself as we're the best at blank or we mm-hmm. do this really, really well. And and other people have v- vouched for that. Maybe there are reviews or just word of mouth or something. And, and and like anything in life, when you have those high expectations and they're not met, it is, it's hard. It, it, people are going to feel disappointed. And so typically if you have one, maybe there was an awkward moment this night with Kirsten. It mentions that they were being overbearing. Um, maybe a combo of that mixed in with, it didn't meet my expectations that were so high. Boom. Right. I'm leaving a one-star review. You yes. Know? Uh, yeah. And so to say there's nothing special about this place at all is it's not a very nice, no. it's not a very nice thing to say. It's not, no, it's not nice at all. So, uh, so Dean, based on this review, uh, maybe we're going to, I'm, I'm going to start doing this with you. I like this. Would you pick them up as a client? Yes. Yes. Why would yes. you, why would you do that? Uh, because there's no, there's nothing happening here that doesn't happen in every business all the time. Every business has employees. Well, most businesses have employees. Sometimes those employees don't have a good day and they don't represent the business. Well, that's bad for the business. Yes. But it is just a part of life that not everybody making $12 an hour is going to be happy all the time. (laughs) True. Uh, So, I would absolutely pick them up as a client. And this is one of those things where I would not just, I would not just have my marketing hat on. I would have maybe the business consultant or the operations consultant hat on mm-hmm. um, and say, you know, maybe, maybe Kirsten is super bubbly and outgoing all the time because this person said she was a little overbearing. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, these people might be very introverted and they just wanted to go do this <laughs> event and be left alone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, bubbly Kirsten was an annoyance to them, but <laughs> sure. everyone else loves her. Yeah. Uh, so maybe a little bit of like, you know, communication style training and, yeah. you know, pick up on nonverbal cues, that sort of thing. You're right. You're spot on. We, yeah, I didn't even think about this. We had this employee with us and he was probably mentioned in the most reviews in a positive way, but mm-hmm. it was like, you know, swing for a home run or a strikeout. I mean, there was nothing in between and, (laughs) and it was all fine until we got a negative review. I think it was this, our, this company's only one star review was because of this person. Mm -hmm. And 
their way that they came about it, they're high energy and they're in your face. They didn't want that. And it, yeah. and it was like the worst thing, you know, and you have to read the situation. You, you're like, you said, yeah. What did you just call it? Um, some awareness. Um, yeah. Situational kind of, awareness. Situational awareness, kind of reading the room, reading the group. And yeah. if, yeah, if they want, if they're more introverted, Kirsten, you know, play it back, man. Don't, right. don't be in their face. <laughs> don't be in their face. Yeah. They don't want that. So no. Okay. So you would, so we're, we're one for two tonight. The first review you're passing on, they call yeah, you, yeah. you're saying, no, I'm good. Yeah. We're, this, we're out on them as a client, out on them as a client, but this one we're in on, we're in on them as a client. Absolutely. And they're doing something right. They have a ton of reviews. Mm -hmm. So whatever they're doing for review acquisition is working really, really well. Sure. Uh, Cause most of them are good reviews. Yeah. You know, in the high hundreds, yeah, they've got a 4.8 review mm -hmm. aggregate. That is a good, yeah. that's higher than average. That's a good, good yeah. score yeah. for their, for the industry that they're in. They're doing really, really well. Good. Yeah. yeah, I would love them as a client. All right. Well, maybe we'll reach out to you, business. We're not going to say your name on here, but maybe we'll reach out to you later. So, uh, right. well, Dean, thank you so much. We had our two reviews. I, I always appreciate the time coming on here. I, I feel like we've created a couple more segments that we're going to do maybe next time. Like, yeah, this is fun. Pick them up as a client. Uh, you know, what, what, what would you say to the owner? You know, maybe we'll, we'll find some new gimmicks. I, I, I've always enjoyed this, doing this with you. This is so much fun. Cool. I appreciate it. And this is, this is a high point of my week. So thank you. All right. No problem, Dean. All right. Businesses out there, get those five stars. Although I know you're on one star rewind, but we do hope for those good reviews. So y'all have a great day. Dean, thanks so much, man. Thank you. All right. Sweet. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>